With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Mayday, bitches. with Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, everyone. This is season eight, episode seven, episode number 322. How is it going? Better. Yeah, how you feeling, Shandy? Yeah. Much, much better. Um, My nose is still, I think I sound a little sick still. Barely. And like, I didn't go to the gym today. Like, I don't, I'm not like fully back. Like, I can't. The thought of like doing cardio sounds a little yeah. exhausting to me right now still. I had that same problem. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I just remember. like lie on a yeah. yoga mat for 30 minutes. <laughs> My plan was to do yoga instead. Yeah. Um, I ended up doing yard work, which that's good really cardio. do yard work. I, I watered plants. Let's call that yard work. I love that. that <laughs> yeah. Is, you know, but you can say that like while you were holding the hose, you were doing squats or something. There sure. You you were stepping back and forth. Done. Exactly. Exercise. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So other than that, though, I'm good. I'm back to work on yesterday was my first day back in person. Uh, Man, teleworking is where it's at. And I, I mean, I've wanted a fully remote position for like years and years and years and it right. is like my white whale that I, I can't remember if i've said this on the podcast but literally there are six of us siblings and four four of the six i think you have said that just like statistically how is it the meat the one who like has been wanting it the most for the longest <laughs> that's why that's why yeah that's <laughs> totally why Fuck. yeah anyway like statistically like yeah uh, get me into those two-thirds but um, anyway, it was that was a treat, and now I'm back. But well, I am feeling better, so that's nice. Okay, I'm glad that you are feeling better. Yeah, indeed. And you'll get there with the cardio. I remember it took me quite some time as well to kind of feel like I was up to, like, exercise snuff. Yeah. yeah to anything but the uh, bare minimum to get through the day. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, though, because, like, even when we spoke last week, the worst of my symptoms had already passed. Yeah. And I was feeling better every day, like a little bit better every day. But then like, even by the time we got to the weekend, I was just like tired again. It's yeah, almost like, yeah, I yeah. regressed a little bit. And now I'm like, officially like, I feel like, okay, I can like, you know, 
do things. Oh, I went to choir yesterday. That oh, great. oh yeah. good. Yeah. 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 We'll I get that though. I feel like when you're coming out of, uh, you know, an illness, especially, you know, something like COVID, it's like you ease yourself back in, but it's still like the tendency to like go a little harder than maybe you should. And then it's like, come the weekend, you're like, oh, right. I'm still recovering. I'm tired. Yeah. Like I, I push too hard. Like, I feel like that is a very human thing. Yeah. And I mean, also, like, honestly, like, it feels like a a COVID-y thing. Because usually, like, when, I mean, when I've had, like, colds before, or even, like, the last time that I had the flu, like, in how many years ago, it did kind of feel like, okay, one day you're better and you're just, like, totally better. Maybe really? That's just me. Yeah. yeah. I'm, try- I'm trying to, like, remember. I think, too. I, I feel like. When I had the flu, it was, like. And it was a fast flu. And then I was just like, totally fine. That's how I felt about having my tonsils taken out. <laughs> but I don't know about recovering from COVID. I do remember being very tired for like a long time. And that was like the only symptom. Like I was yeah. fine in all yeah. other ways. I just felt like. Just so I'm, t- I'm saying really like, I feel like this is like tired. a COVID thing. Yeah. Which yeah. sucks. Another reason yeah. to not get COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There is that. Yeah. <laughs> I am glad. Uh, we talked about this last week, but I think it might have gotten cut out because I had to get um, 28 minutes worth of stuff out. Um, and only yeah. seven of that was our time out for the commercial break. <laughs> so I took out, oh, what did I take out? I took out the whole discussion that I had about taking Zach to the doctor and the flu shots and um, how the doctor said that we um, should wait to get our COVID shots um, in the fall. Because mm. um, that, that was the thing that I felt that we were most likely to talk about again. And I was right, because it came up a week later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> vindicated. Everything <laughs> stinks. Um, but we did get an email from our pediatrician over the weekend that uh, they are going to have a flu clinic as long as you have the same insurance as your kids you can come get your flu shot as well at the same time there was no mention of covid shots in that email but she had said which is what the um the guidelines were released i believe within the last day or so that we're recommending to wait until the fall to get your covid shot because it will be updated so there we go what took like 10 minutes to explain last week in like 15 seconds today. Hey, you had a whole week to <laughs> work on your week. story. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I did my, uh, I did the rounds calling today to make all the appointments for, for the fall. My, uh, you know, regular health yearly general practitioner wellness visit. Um, my OBGYN is booked for two full months. Yeah. Which I was no. kind of bummed about. I was like, man, I wanted to get everything done in, you know, in September. So it's the day after the weekend, like the Tuesday after the uh, Indigenous People weekend that we're going to be in uh, Asheville, Shandy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, darn it. My blood work might not turn up so great. After- a <laughs> 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 little high on the track. There's a right. lot of breweries in Asheville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah have a glass That's of what water I mean. in between. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Water, beer, water, beer, water, beer. You'll be fine. Well, I think, as we've dug down before, I kind of hit a hard limit with beer where I just can't drink anymore because I get full. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, how's it going? Anybody have anything exciting happen to them over the last week? I went to see Barbie again. You oh, did. Nice. Yeah. I did. I did because I had to go see her by myself the first time. Um, and one of their friends that I had said, like, hey, do you want to go see it with me? She's like, I can't this weekend, but I do really want to see it. Like, how about next weekend? And I was like, well, I've got this podcast, so, like, I need to see it this weekend. <laughs> but I did agree that I would go see it with her again. Nice. Oh, and good. It was really, it was, it was fun. It was fun to, like, you know, as we sort of discussed last week, that we all suspected that seeing it again Mm. We catch things that you didn't see the first time, which was very much true. But it was also just the crowd of the theater was also oh, different. Nice. It was just a different yeah. vibe because I went to like yeah. a matinee, whereas this was like a 645 show. Mm. So we were, it was like a real mix of all different types of people. Like we were sitting next to a family with like two little girls and like the whole family, like knew the assignment dad was in pink shorts everybody was in pink it was adorable and then there was you know others you know general adults and stuff and there was cheering and like reactions to things that i didn't get the first time around which was mm. really fun like there was definitely some moments where like, i knew there was a lot of references to things that like were going over my head like i knew there was a lot of matrix uh references in the movie but like having never really seen the matrix like i didn't pick up on those uh, but, like you've never seen the matrix i know i haven't i know i have like huge holes it's so good i have huge holes in my like cin cinematic understanding I, mean, I have huge holes <laughs> yeah i have like matrix size holes <laughs> <laughs> see i thought you were like way above me on I mean, this is one it's, movie, so yeah, it's it's very. But like, man, the Matrix. What yeah. I know, I really know, but I have huge, huh. huge gaps in knowledge. That being one of them. So, like, there was definitely like pulls and like references of things that people were like, "Ah," or like you know, would exclaim or gasp, and I was like, "Oh, that was a reference I didn't get. Cool." And <laughs> <laughs> like little moments, like I I didn't realize the first time around, like. um, that wide shot after Barbie sends Ken home for girls night. He's like dancing. He's like practicing the choreography, like in the courtyard as he's, as he's like leaving the dream houses. <laughs> like, That's oh, adorable. Really? I didn't, yeah, I didn't see that the first time. You know, I he's doing like that sort of pullback dance yeah. that they were doing um, uh -huh, uh -huh. prior. He's kind of oh, like doing amazing. it out. Like, I was like, oh, I didn't see that the first time. That's really funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, I you know up. it's again. Awesome. I, I I do want to rewatch it. It's I know it's going to be streaming on September fifth, but like for purchase streaming, so not like mm -hmm. you know yeah. the good accessible streaming. You know what I mean? Accessible streaming. Like I don't I don't think it's like free on Max or whatever yet. This is Warner Brothers, right? So that'd be on on yeah, it's Warner Brothers. So it should be on HBO, Max. formerly HBO Max. Well, cool. Uh, yeah. Now you're making me want to go rush out and see it. Definitely. Again. <laughs> yeah. Anything else interesting happened? My week was very quiet, which was nice because my week is never quiet or rarely quiet. <laughs> it's okay if nobody had interesting weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're gearing up to potty train. We're going to potty train next week. Yes. So, you know, Godspeed. Ooh. Godspeed to us. Is that the uh, spring slash end of summer break? <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, you know, that's spring break. Yeah, so we're reading the books, and we got all the supplies, and uh, we'll do this thing. Cool. All right. <laughs> cool, cool. Good luck. Yeah. 
All right. Well, um, oh, here. Uh, so we are joined live uh, tonight. The Hangout Level patron had the opportunity to join us. If you'd like to become a patron at the Hangout Level, you can go to janjack.com. I'm sorry, patreon.com slash janjack. Uh, okay. Any last minute thoughts? I didn't even pull up. Uh, I haven't even opened my uh, stuff for the next segment. Somebody vamp real quick. My Gmail's loading. I have a quick uh, gross story. Perfect. Oh, all the way. Go for <laughs> Love it. Here for it. So one thing that happened when I was working from home last week was Gabby got to go outside a lot more because I was here like all day every day, which is cool for her. Um, she's been really chill. I think it's the, like a heat, a combination mm. of the heat and like her being yeah. like now uh, like a middle-aged cat in it's cat years. It's so freaking hot outside. So hot. Anyway, so she doesn't she doesn't really like go on long adventures usually. She just pretty much chills and like stays on the porch or like stays on the neighbor's porch. But I noticed one day when she came back during the week, she was like on the porch and I looked out and there was like something at her feet. And uh it was very clearly like the remains of uh a something. And oh, I looked no. I know. And I looked closer and it was a little bird foot and oh, like a feather. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. And so she caught a bird, which we've rescued some of the little ones that she's caught before, right? And usually that's only like a sort of a spring thing, like when they're when they're you know trying to fly and stuff, and we try to be really careful and anyway, whatever, whatever. And my thing is always like uh, I know like cats are a problem for bird populations and stuff. So I don't feel great about that. She does have a bell on her collar, but also I'm not going to just like keep her inside because you know, anyway, but my, my main thing is like, if she catches something and just kind of like maims it and then it just like dies a slow, painful death. Like that's just awful. Cause then yeah. it's just like, it's not even serving a purpose. So for this, I was like, well, this is fucking awful. But at least she ate it. Yeah. At least she got a meal out of it. It was a snack. The circle of life instead of just like, you know. That's literally what her genes are telling her to do. Exactly. She ate that whole motherfucker. And yeah. So there you go. Little Gabby, don't be fooled by her cuteness. (laughs) She will uh, eat a bitch, apparently. Apparently. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Wow. So yeah. Wow. The whole damn thing. Except for the foot. One foot. One. One foot. Like, oh, it couldn't oh. possibly so false. <laughs> I'm a lady after all. <laughs> leave something behind. Yeah. <laughs> so that happened. Oh my god. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, oh dear. Yeah. Well. In the name of moving this along quickly, because I got to go watch Ahsoka tonight. Nothing to do with the murdered birds, but. <laughs> you said to rent, um, right? Filled some yeah. airspace. Well, you know what? <laughs> Nature, man. Yep. Circle of life. Circle of life. Circle of life. Uh, I don't know if Natasha listens to this or not, but she um it, i guess all right fine if we're going along this vein sorry everybody she had a bird's nest in her in the wreath on her front door and she was like chronicling it on twitter or x or whatever the fuck it's called now and um you know she was so you know and i, and I had 
like tweeted at her and been like, you know, oh my God, uh, we had that and there was like bird shit everywhere. So like, be careful. We had to throw out the wreath, blah, blah, blah. Um, and you know, so whatever. So she was giving updates of the birds and she uh, gave an update. She posted a tweet one day saying that she heard a giant slam against her front door one morning, early in the morning. She thought somebody was trying to break in. She lives alone. She called the police. The police came out because, again, it was like early in the morning. Police came out. They checked the perimeter. They told her they didn't see anything except a cat or an animal must have jumped at the door. That was the loud bang that she heard that sounded like somebody was trying to break in. And none of the baby birds survived. Oh, oh no! no! Oh, that's so sad. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Tasha, if uh, you wanted to tell that story yourself, but... <laughs> oh, man. Wait, and this was recent? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, probably a month or... Uh, probably a month ago. It was... Birds are I want to say it was again? after... It was before Comic-Con, but not that much before Comic-Con. That's possible, actually, because my parents had, like, a bird's nest, like, in, like, they have, like, a sun porch over their, like, uh, driveway, and, like, in the boards underneath, there was a a nest, because we were trying to do some, like, wedding DIY stuff, and we had to move, because the baby birds were, like, yelling and getting mad at us, because we were too close. I did not realize that the birds also had babies in the heat of summer. It's like, uh, well, she's in Maryland. She's not in, she's not here. I mean, it's I mean, still not, not there, to say though. like heat, I'm just mostly thinking yeah. about heat, but in, I mean, in August, like that's, yeah. yeah. It did seem, it I, does seem, whether or not withstanding, just like season wise, that seems very strange. Yeah. I didn't realize that. We're now I'm wondering, if we, do we have any birds that hatch here in August? I hope I it wasn't know. a baby bird that she ate. <laughs> don't, don't go there. Just don't go there. Hopefully it was a very, a very old. It's a small bird that lived Aww. a very long life. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> long bird life. Long bird life. Oh, oh my goodness. They, wow. Done everything they wanted to do on their little birdie bucket list. Yep. <laughs> little birdie bucket list. <laughs> Caught oh. a worm. Hit yeah. on somebody's head. Yeah. <laughs> what a life. Just really, I've done everything. I've done everything as a bird I wanted to do. Yep. Okay. So, speaking of Barbie, um, after the movie came out, there were a bunch of, you know, threads on the internet, and BuzzFeed had compiled them, and uh, I got a bunch of notifications uh, to my phone about them. But this was the one that I clicked on, and it was uh, so many women have dumped their boyfriends after Barbie, but this woman's story has to be the wildest one yet. Oh my God, I love this already. Now, full disclosure, I only skimmed this. I didn't read the whole thing. So if it sucks, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but when did BuzzFeed ever really let us down? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. So this was on Am I the Asshole? Um, and it was, am I the asshole for breaking up with my boyfriend over the Barbie movie? Here is the story. Three days ago, my boyfriend and I went to go see the Barbie movie. I'm really excited. I've been really excited as I'm a huge Greta Gerwig fan. And other than Ryan Gosling being in the movie, my boyfriend knew nothing else about it. I, on the other hand, was aware of its feminist themes and was secretly hoping my boyfriend would get the message. Over the duration of the movie, I could tell he was getting more and more uncomfortable and upset, and I was getting really sad both from the movie and his reaction. I knew we would end up having a conversation about it afterwards. 
He didn't talk to me until we got in the car. He then told me he was really offended by the movie and said that it was the kind of thing I should have watched with my girlfriends and not him. Wow. I understood where he was coming from, but I'm not going to even start explaining why I disagreed. We have been having problems with his weird comments about women, the LGBT plus community, and other stuff. He would deem it bitch shit. Mm. <laughs> so fucking offensive. Spoiler alert, you you were not the asshole. Yes. Also, um, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say you were not the asshole. <laughs> yes, also. But please petition, continue the story. Petition to name this episode bitch shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's your podcast about? I don't know, bitch shit. Bitch shit. <laughs> <laughs> change the tagline to that <laughs> yep i don't see why not love it yep jacob we need a shirt that says bitch shit oh my god no, yes. jacob, jacob. <laughs> maybe it was a long time coming but barbie was a straw that broke the camel's back i was tired of always having to deal with his attitude and disrespect and was also maybe uh on this girl power high so i told him it was over the complicated part is this he lived with me He has been in between serving jobs. And since he was my freaking boyfriend, I let him move in with me six months ago. This guy sounds like a winner. Um, Mm -hmm. Living with him is a whole other story, but I couldn't take it anymore. And after the breakup, had him leave my apartment the next day. I stayed at my friend. Yeah. I stayed at my friend's house while he packed up his stuff. He said he understood and that he didn't want to live with any, uh, live with me another second anyway baby mm-hmm. i assumed he had a place to go but apparently he didn't his brother called me a few hours ago saying he's mia his friends are blowing up my phone too saying the same thing i feel like this is all my fault no one has heard from him in 24 hours oh, shit. not your problem not your problem right i did think it was weird when i came home and all the food in the fridge was gone. All the batteries in our electronics drawer were gone. And he took my phone charger and half the blankets. Hmm. Changed the locks. Exactly. I now know he did not, in fact, have anywhere to go or a car since he had been using mine uh, since his engine b- uh, busted last month. The oh, worst gosh. part is we still have his location and it's saying he's two states away. She must mean on the, on the iPhone location. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he got there. I can't believe this is all because of the freaking Barbie movie. Well, <laughs> don't be nice. Don't be a sex successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is. She did uh, post an update, though. But she did get a lot of. So BuzzFeed has shared a lot of the, the good comments that she got. Um, he sounds like an awful person. It's a movie for fuck's sake. If he was so deeply offended by a movie with feminist themes, that's his problem. It shouldn't be yours. It sounds like he knows someone a couple. I agree with this one. It sounds like he knows someone a couple states away and is trying to make everyone think that you made him homeless. Oh, look at what you did to me kind of thing. Yep. You are absolutely not the asshole. I'm happy you got out of it before his behavior turned even worse for you. Yeah. I kind of think that too. Like, I feel like he packed up those batteries and... (laughs) seriously it's like all that stuff i'm like oh is he going on like the macho man version of wild like is he going on yeah what's the uh 
himself to discover himself. What's the uh, blue check bro version of Eat, Pray, Love? <laughs> right? <laughs> Going to the woods. <laughs> Going to space. <laughs> We're going to call this guy Battery Karen from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm going, oh, I need her batteries. <laughs> And one phone charger. And one phone charger. A couple of blankets and we're good. Yeah, it's too warm. <laughs> well, can you guys, so I'll read you the update. Can you ladies guess where this story is going? Oh, that wasn't the end? No, she gave an update in the comments oh, right, after right, she right. got an Sorry, update. Sorry, you said that. I got so distracted. Can you guess where this story is headed? He went to the Capitol on January 6th? He came back for more batteries. For more batteries. Like, the remote ran out. <laughs> Just came back for the TV and the remote. I needed to charge my Nintendo. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, so here is the update. Uh, the way... Uh, okay, so it turns out... Uh, a day later, she revealed that she found out that uh, uh, Batteries Karen was cheating on her. Shocker. Ah. And she says, the way I found out was actually kind of funny. His brother has been keeping me in semi-updated, keeping me semi-updated on the missing Ken situation. His brother even, I know, right? His brother (laughs) even thanked me for taking care of him for as long as I did. Wow. Mm. Uh, Brother then texted me at nine this morning saying that we don't need to worry anymore because he's at their cousin's house in Colorado Springs. Then around noon, I got multiple calls from a friend of his saying that he'd heard from him. The friend is telling me stuff like he's literally so much happier now that you've let him go. And uh, he just felt bad for me and said that I was charity work. And mm-hmm. then he said, now he's with his main for real, meaning his main. Yeah. He's getting some real pussy now. <laughs> the friend paused and I asked him to clarify and he gave me that, oh, shit, laughing thing that boys do when they say something they weren't supposed to. And then he said, fuck you, and hung up. <laughs> this guy. Like a bunch of winners. Yeah, she, seriously. She truly dodged a million bullets here. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, the potentially wild part, wildest part that has, that's been getting to me is that he definitely is at his cousin's house. His brother confirmed it. I've seen his cousin on his Insta feed before, and she's literally stunning. He said she's his second cousin, and I don't really know how related they are. But if this is real, I can't even comprehend what that means. Even if it's not real, I think it's the perfect perfect ending to this story. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh. He's getting some real pussy, some real yeah. cousin pussy. Some mm-hmm. real cousin pussy. <laughs> RCP. 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 There you go. That's some big pussy energy. (laughs) Damn. I think we're due for a season three of uh, uh, Girls by the Bassoon. (laughs) Still need to see a second season. It's good. That's where the. The big pussy energy comes from is oh, the second oh, season. Nice. There's a whole song that's called Big Pussy Energy. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 
we can do we can do one more real quick if you guys want to. Sure. Um, okay. This was my second eight-hour flight on my way home from Africa via Dubai. I had booked an aisle seat so I could get up without bothering others and a special meal due, due to health requirements. I boarded the plane, found my seat, and settled in. A family gets on with three kids and asks if I can switch seats with one of the kids so they can be together. The father family wasn't sitting anywhere near the mother and the kids, so it looked to me like they had uh, left their seats to a random assignment, which I feel the sympathy there because it is expensive to, it's an, you know, it, it adds up to purchase the seats together, which I still think it's bullshit that you should have the to air, But to that's, the, that's an airline together. thing. The airlines right. should see families together. It they shouldn't should be, it shouldn't together, be the individual's decision to give up their seat or right. not. Especially when we're talking about minors. Like it should, like we shouldn't, a parent shouldn't be in that position. Well, exactly. And I, I think it's absolute bullshit that you have to, even like domestically, that you have to do that. Because so many times we've been, I have not done that. Because always the seats that are left are like 35 extra, 35 extra. And I'm like, I'm going to have to pay an extra $105 for the three of us yeah. to sit together. Like, mm-hmm. or for three of us to sit together or whatever. Like, it's just, I don't know. It, 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 I think it's, I think it's outrageous. And I have very strong thoughts about how fucking terrible airlines are. Anyway, yeah. it's, it's um, like again, it's the airlines. It's not. It's it not. Should, sorry, people should be mad at the airlines, not at individual other customers. Right. It's like no one should be in that position in the first right. place. Exactly. Who probably but, paid extra for their fucking aisle seat? Right. Well, this person paid. Had to have paid extra. For, I'm assuming they paid extra for their aisle seat. Okay, Ryan assignment. I initially said yes, thinking it was just to move across the aisle, but then realized they wanted me to switch to a middle seat. No. And I said no. no. Which always makes me, I'm forever grateful to the people who have volunteered to take the middle seat. Um, there was one There was one instance when Zach and Alex were together and I was in the middle seat. So there was somebody on the aisle in between us and I mm. got them all set up and I figured that they would be fine because they were just on tablets and, you know, they're zombies on tablets anyway. And the, it was like a, it had to have been a young college student. Like the kid, he could not have been more than 20, 21 years old. And he volunteered to switch seats with me and take the middle seat so I could sit next to them on the end. And I was even, I even, it was when we were going to Florida and even said, I was like, I was like, hey, they're going to be okay. Like, I don't mind sitting here. You know, I don't want you to have to spend two hours in the middle uh, just so I can watch my kids watch a screen. Like, it's totally fine. But he was so nice about it. So, um, and he ended up sitting in front of the woman he was traveling with, who was also a college age student. He ended up sitting in the seat directly in front of her. So I guess, you know, he had... And it was easier to turn around and talk to her or whatever, like over this. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. But he was very kind. Yeah. Um, uh, so I said, no. Another passenger then gets up and says he has a seat in the back that I can move to. Move to. No idea how. And I said, no. I said that I had booked my seat and ordered a dietary meal and there was no way I was moving to a middle yeah. seat. He then loud starts loudly criticizing me and saying he hopes I understand that I'm splitting a family up. So this is a total nope. stranger. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. The airline is splitting a family up. Right. Like, you're getting mad at the wrong person, dude. A lot of people cannot afford to spend the extra. It's so expensive to fly nowadays anyway. Mm -hmm. A lot of people can't afford to spend that extra money. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so infuriating. 
This eventually attracts attention from the crew because it's holding up boarding. Oh my god, it's so embarrassing. Right. They got him. His ammo was like, I'm just going to make a huge stink, and eventually the other person's going to cave. Yeah. For the stranger. This stranger was advocating for the family. Like, that's so ridiculous. Oh, wait, wait, this wasn't the dad? No, this wasn't the dad. This was another passenger that said, I can switch seats with you if you want to move to the back. I'll sit in the middle and he can sit on the end. That's what it sounds like to me. Oh, like sit down, bro. Stop making it complicated. Right? They they got a passenger on the other end of the road to switch and sit somewhere else so their kids could sit together. The other passenger from before then uh, starts loudly saying to his kids and the family, do you understand what happened? She thought her seat was too special, so she wouldn't <gasps> let you sit together. I told the guy to mind his own business, and he responded that he wasn't talking to me. I was exhausted and sleep-deprived by this point, and I told him to stop talking about me and just can it. I didn't think I was in the wrong here. I organized myself beforehand, booked my seat, felt it was quite unfair to have a random guy criticizing me to half the cabin for not wanting to swap to a middle seat for an eight-hour flight. Am I the asshole? No. No. Part of me also wonders if she said she was coming back from Africa, if she was a black woman and it was a MAGA asshole random stranger that was screaming at her. Definitely possible. Absolutely possible. I can't imagine another scenario in which somebody would yell, like a stranger from the back of the plane would yell at a random woman to advocate for a family. Yeah. (laughs) just... Like, I don't know. I mean, it's certainly possible, but. But it would be more likely. It's yes. In today's climate, it would have been Mm -hmm. more likely if that was the scenario. Of course, there's no identifying factors for anybody's nationality in here. However, I will go out on a limb here and say plain Karen was definitely a white Republican. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Without a doubt. Yes. Nobody else um, feels that entitled. Like there there just aren't other people on the planet that feel that entitled. Yes. Hey, uh, speaking of um, white Republicans, did you see Kid Rock was was caught drinking Bud Light mm-hmm. at a concert? Although the picture, I was like, how can anyone see that that's actually Bud Light? I don't know. The video, it's pretty obvious. It's Bud okay. Light. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, that just looks like a can with a blob. I don't know, but no. that's pretty funny. All the things that we need to care about in the world these days, that is not a thing I feel like I need to care about. But it is, it is <laughs> strong. yourselves because... over your petty problems, Fox <laughs> News watchers. I do not have time. Yeah. I. What's funny though to me is that like, it's such, the, the like them getting the all worked up about it mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, boycotting Bud Light is obviously like horrific and ridiculous for the reasons that they did it. But it is like the easiest thing in the world to boycott because it's fucking gross. Like I boycott it every single day without actually boycotting it because I like would never buy that. And yet Kid Rock can't even like follow (laughs) through on (laughs) For imagine loving Bud Light so much that you can't even keep your fake boycott for four fucking months. It's crazy. Bring a Miller Light in public. Like it's fucking crazy. Yeah, there are a million beer. It's gonna be better than Bud Light. They all taste like piss to me. 
Yeah, just order a glass of water. Like that's really that's what you wanted. You just wanted like dirty lake water. Like that's what you wanted. That's like, wild. Wild. Like because yeah. I mean, obviously we knew it was bigotry for performance for show, right? Like performing yeah, yeah, outrage, yeah. but couldn't but- even follow through. Performative outrage is that a real term, or did you just make that up? I love that. I don't know if I made it up or not, but here we are. I said We're it. Calling it. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag performative out- outrage. <laughs> yeah, no, I crazy. But remember the remember that time that uh okay, so when he shot it up with the AR-15, I rewatched that video last night because I had to write an article on it. That's how I, I know all of these things, because I did some research last night when I was writing it and I rewatched the video and he had, I think it's like four cases of Bud Light. And did you know that he only manages to hit one of them what? while using a fucking AR-15? <laughs> Yikes. Oh my God. Why? And he- <laughs> America is not a meritocracy. No, it's not. He's also like came from a rich family. He grew up in a 50, 50- 5,600 square foot house with horse stables, an in-ground pool, like nine fucking bathrooms. I'm not kidding. I went through the real estate listing of his childhood house last night as well while doing my research. Oh, damn. I was like, so you're just cosplaying white trash yeah. for fun? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. In the immortal words of Dolly Parton, it costs a lot to live this cheap. Ah, love me some Dolly. <laughs> Did you hear... Uh, Dolly's cover of Let It Be with uh, Sir Paul singing and playing piano. No. Uh, Ringo is, Ringo's playing drums. Mick Fleetwood is playing guitar, I think. And um, no, Mick oh. Fleetwood's playing he'd percussion. On, and um, yeah, he'd be on the drums, yeah. Um, fuck, what's his name? Um, damn it. The other one. Uh, uh, shit, hold on. Peter, is it Peter Frampton? Is he alive still? Yeah, uh, he's still alive. Could be Peter Frampton. He's a guitar player. Hold on, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just look it up now, so I don't have to cringe later. It is Peter Frampton. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, yeah, That's it's awesome. <laughs> it is such a great cover. Uh, definitely check it out if you haven't checked it out yet. She's, it's part of her, um, like the rock star album that she's putting out because remember she felt like. Um, she felt like a fraud getting inducted in the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So she said she had to put out a rock album in order to justify it. So she did. And it's like 25 tracks long. Damn. God, there is nothing she can't do. I know. She's such a She is uh, amazing. Yes. But definitely, if you haven't heard this cover, definitely check it out. Like, she does it in Dolly style. Sir Paul does the background vocals. He harmonizes with her perfectly, but it's like his current voice, not his like young man voice. Mm-hmm. So it actually really fits really well with her too. And like, it's just everything about it is spectacular. Like, oh I really think it's a great cover. Oh and that's high praise because that's one of my favorite Beatles songs. So I'm gonna um, look this up. Thanks for the tip. You're welcome. Now I've given you two assignments. Watch the I'm Just Ken <laughs> behind the scenes music video. <laughs> And listen to the let it be. Okay. Anything else? Oh, did we agree that is that lady the asshole or not? Oh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Okay. It would have been, I okay, as a parent who's been in that situation, I'm sure the family would have appreciated it. But if it was, if like three of them were together or four of them, you know, if any of them were together and it was just to get the one parent closer, then... It didn't yes. say that they were like kid kids, like, you know, 
if it was like a two-year-old that was separated or three-year-old separated from their parents, then I could be like, mm, you know, maybe. If this is naive, let me know. But if it was a two-year-old that was separated from their parents, couldn't you fucking tell the plane, the, the plane people, <laughs> like, you need to find a solution for this? Probably. I think at that point, if like that would be when you asked at the gate, like, hey, yeah. Is there any way we can switch or ask a flight attendant to make an announcement? Mm -hmm. Like, if there was like an issue like that, I would, you know, I've had flight attendants come around like, and like, hey, do you mind switching seats? To... That's such bullshit. Okay, it's two really... was just a number. Like, but Alex is five, and Alex has been separated from us. Yeah. But again, Airlines should tablets, baby. Families together. It's, <laughs> just, it's awful. Yeah. At the end of the day, you should not have to pay more money to sit your family together that is bullshit your seats when you buy them should be together right especially if you buy them at the same time under the same purchase exactly the same credit card like if we're just assigning seats like numerically yeah check in like together i mean come on it just makes no sense of why you would scatter them scatter four people that bought a ticket bought their tickets together under one purchase why you would scatter them across the plane. That just makes no sense. Uh, because capitalism. Right. Because <laughs> then we wouldn't incentivize you to pay extra money to pick your seat. I uh, I did a big catch up on the daily today because um, I was trying to clean and reorganize Zach's room because it's a disaster again. And first of all, their coverage of the Maui fires, the one from, was it yesterday or Friday? Made I think it was Fridays, made me cry. That guy's story... I had to stop listening because it was it was like too intense. It's like just... a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. Like he saves the dog from the water, and then he saves this old man, this old like overweight guy that she thought wasn't going to make it, and the guy suddenly makes it. And then they get out of there, only to find that there's this. Then they came there this obstacle before they get on the boat. And then, uh, do you know? You want me to just tell you how it ends? Yeah, because I'm not going to go back and listen. Because it actually does have a pretty. I mean, it's a horrific ending, but it has humor at the end. So. Uh, they at some point had come across uh, like people who had been on the beach or something and their clothing had had been burning um, just from like all the heat or whatever. And this one woman gets on the same rescue boat, the final rescue boat that he's on, which then they have to get through the storm because once they finally get to safety, then they have to navigate the storm away from the winds with a hurricane that's offshore. Jesus and he sees this, he comes across this one woman um, and he's like trying to find something to like cover his face from the heat or something. And she offers him, she says, well, I found this, I have this pair of underwear. And he's like, I don't really want to put some of these dirty underwear up to my face. And then he looks and he realizes it's his underwear. And that <laughs> this total stranger that he randomly encounters on this rescue boat. And I don't think he had come across her at all had been like in her bathing suit on the beach. She had found his fucking clothing and she was wearing his shirt. She had picked up the underwear with the shirt and offers him his own underwear back to him. So that's what he was able to do to like shield his face. So wait, what was he wearing? I think that he had to like take his clothes off to, cause he was afraid that it was going to burn because he was like literally rescuing people wow. from fire. So he was naked? I don't know because I missed that part of the story until he said, oh, that was, that's my underwear. And then I was like, do I have to go back? No, I kind of want to go back. Right? Oh, it's, a, 
Oh it word. is a crazy story, but that does end. That's one of those like, oh my God, are you kidding me moments? Like I, I get the safety and somebody's like, you've lost everything. Your entire everything has oh burned down. God. But you're, you know what? You had been wearing, <laughs> but you get back. Oh my gosh. He also said that he had uh, thrown a bunch of stuff when they first evacuated and didn't know how bad it was. He had thrown a bunch of stuff in a plastic bag because mm. he thought he was just so... Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. that could have also could have just fallen out I, I have to go back and re-listen to that one part to, to because it, it's a yeah but right. well, in all that chaos to have that mm -hmm. that moment of clarity of like oh wait this is this is mine it's not just like oh that's the brand of underwear I wear it's like no this this yeah. garment is actually mine I know it kind of made me wonder like what identifying factors what exactly what right. what do these underwear look like like right geometric patterns right. only... <laughs> just like uh you know your sort of standard uh generic uh undies yeah it was like, like embroider hey, them but, with yeah. his name <laughs> but he did recognize that she was wearing his shirt um and it was a shirt that he had gotten when he was in vegas in like 2016 or 2013 or something that he you know was like oh that's my shirt but yeah crazy uh, no, but their coverage has been heartbreaking. However, where I was starting with this, piggybacking off of the airline sucking, they had uh, something about that it was maybe a week or so ago. Like I said, I, I did a big catch up today and it was talking about the cost of climate change. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were talking about how at this point, it's actually indoor uh, indoor workers productivity that is taking a big hit because the factories and whatnot don't have air conditioning because it used to be like, you know, something mm -hmm. in Chicago, they would have to suck it up for a, a week in the summer, but otherwise they weren't having temperatures this big. Mm -hmm. And now, you, you know what I'm talking about, Amanda? I, I did listen to that one and that it was just like too cost prohibitive to air condition these large warehouse spaces that like it, hundreds of millions of dollars, like it's just like too hard and for these smaller companies to... To Which put also that money, like invest that money. Kind of makes me wonder, like, how many like mom and pop businesses are owning these big companies? You know what I mean? Like, is it then a mom technically mom and pop business? But regardless, it was just crazy to me that like we are where we are and gotten to the point in this society where businesses are willing to take the it's more cost prohibitive to just to to give people living working conditions then it's you get more profits if they have to close down or people have to take off because it's too hot or just let them die which is crazy to me that that's mm -hmm. where we are yeah. like i get it's expensive but like i don't know maybe the federal government maybe part of the infrastructure act could give some mm -hmm. and maybe it is giving some money towards that stuff i i don't i don't know i haven't looked into that but um, I do know a wild situation to be in. It is. It is crazy. I, yeah. I do know that Republican states and businesses really don't like taking money from the federal government when they could get help, a la Florida, which has lost what is it like three hundred and forty-six million or forty-six million dollars worth of federal aid because DeSantis refused the one like smaller bit of aid. <laughs> Whatever. What a fucking dumbass. <laughs> and I mean, speaking of Republicans, I was reading an article the other day that was like. Where do the where do all the you know the Republican uh, candidates like where do they stand on all these key issues? And climate change was one of them. And it was just I like knew it, but like ooh, to like really read it on paper, every single candidate like either outright denied climate change, or even if they 
even the ones that were more sort of like willing to accept the science a little bit still didn't think that we necessarily needed to be taking any measures to try to reduce it. Like the best that any of them, you know, it goes from like wanting to like, you know, make things a million times worse by just keep you, you know, using fossil fuels and everything goes from that to like the very best of the field of these fucking presidential candidates are, uh, or hopefuls, the very best of them are just willing to do like some sort of like, take some measures to live with, you know, where we're at. That's like the best that they can do. Not even nobody. Nobody wants to like tackle the problem. Right. Nobody okay. wants to even, and it's just like. Cause it doesn't pull well with the base. Which, which well, they, and they don't even believe in climate change, the base. That's the know. thing. Mm -hmm. But like, like there comes a, we're in that time and it's only going to get worse from here on out where you can't, like, it's in front of us. It's affecting these communities. It's, I mean, this summer has been insane and it's only going to get more insane. Like you can't deny what is happening and do you, do you, you, and like people have to pay for that. So mm -hmm. when there's a major disaster, people have to pay for like, you know, like rebuilding everything that was destroyed on, on Maui, like, you know, shit like that, like that costs money. So I don't, the argument of like, Oh, well we can't, you know, allocate money to like, fight against global warming because it's too expensive. It's like, well, we're going to pay for it one way or the other. Right. Yeah. I don't understand. It's kind of like taking care of your car. Like if you ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, all of a sudden your transmission breaks and then you're on the hook for either 10 grand for a new transmission or buying a brand new car right. when you could have just fixed the part or yeah, it might've sucked to spend a thousand dollars at, uh, you know, beforehand. And now, you know, you're out of luck for exactly. something else. A yes. lot more. That's a very good analogy of, of where we perfect. are currently. That is that is yes. the nail. That is that is our situation. Do do you know what's even more frustrating? So my fucking idiot cousins on Instagram are doing like the Instagram um, stories that literally they are saying that until we submit to their climate agenda, they'll keep setting fires. Until we submit to, you know. Blah blah blah. So essentially, they're saying who, that the government. These fires? Apparently, the government is is is. And did the government like go over to Europe and set some international fires? No, too? it's like, a, it's like, another government because there's like the the the. Uh, oh, there's a global conspiracy, the, of course. Okay. Yeah, the cabal, yeah, right, the deep right, right, state, right. is everywhere. Sorry, sorry, and they, sorry, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. And they truly, they yeah, truly that sounds believe really plausible. That it 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 is liberal shadow government Democrats blah 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 who want to make you submit to their will. So they're doing things like causing extreme fires and, uh, and you know, flooding and hurricanes and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, that's that because there's a conspiracy going around from the, on the right that the government wanted to buy the land in Lahaina, Lahaina which I have been to twice, actually. I've been hmm. to Maui um, twice and I've been to Lahaina, Lahaina, you know, both times and that tree, that like symbolic tree, I've got pictures there. Um, it's, it's really a shame. It's a beautiful, beautiful area. Um, and like, I'm, I'm just so devastated for all that they've lost, but um, apparently the government wanted to buy that land and then they, the natives wouldn't sell it to them. And then all of a sudden the whole thing has burned down and it's just like, I don't really think that's a thing. And it's probably very easily verifiable. But... That, like there's like, a huge like land grab attempt 
now. Like right, so they couldn't get it from her. There's all these private developers that are now trying to buy that land up. Like, how do they feel about that? That's cool though. So long as a you know, rich white guys are trying to buy the land, it's fine. That's that's America. That's capitalism. That's freedom. Jesus Christ. I was listening to a podcast that was talking about um, conspiracy theories and how they work. And one of the points, one of the things that they pointed out was like, anytime you get these, like, like the idea, anything that's, so for any conspiracy, okay. Um, For, for it to actually be true. If you think about the amount of people who are like, you know, in the know that would have to sort of like be in on it and all like keep their mouth shut and stuff the bigger that number gets like the, the less likely it is to be true. Cause I think they were talking about um, like vaccine stuff uh, with COVID and stuff like the idea that, you know, the scope of this would like globally that like all these doctors and everyone is somehow in on this conspiracy to, you know, if, for the people that think like the vaccine is bad and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And like the, you know, the vaccines cause X, Y, or Z, like the fact that like that many people and globally would have to be somehow in on it. And like, what are they even getting out of it? I was like, that's a really, like, I like that way of looking at it because it's fucking true. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's just not, it's just not probable. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, Okay. Let's, Let's put a pin in it there. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will do uh, the feedback. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. We are back and we're ready to get into your feedback, starting with the facey back. Randy says, I didn't have Shandy going full QAnon on my 2023 bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jessica says, Colleen travel stories are always fun for the listeners anyway. And Matt said, in the very stacked cast of Oppenheimer, did you recognize Margaret's dad, Colleen? No, I don't think I did. Did I? I don't think I did. Apparently he's there. Right now, I can't even picture with those glasses or without those glasses. I I can't even picture him in my head right now. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Big fluffy hair and glasses. That's all I remember. (laughs) 
he's in the chat, so he'll have to inform me uh, who it was. Uh, oh, speaking of in the chat, let me interrupt this Stacey back real quick. Matt said, I don't know if I said, uh, but supposedly Girls 5 Eva is coming to Netflix. Great there hasn't been any updates in like six months, but I think they were able to finish filming before the strike start. I think I remember seeing that as well, that they were uh, going to switch over to Netflix, which is That exciting. would be wonderful. Then I could watch okay. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. I can't. I can't pay for any more streamers. It's I, I know it's too much, and they all they all just raise their prices again. Exactly, so can't be doing this. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Re Barbie, Randy said, just saw it tonight. Loved it. Barbie, uh, Barbie was delicious, deliciously subversive. It will make a certain faction's head explode, at least if they are savvy enough to understand. <laughs> uh, Nicole said, I saw Barbie last night and enjoyed it. Laughed quite a bit. Thought the product placement was a bit unnecessary, but I'd probably watch it again. Margaret says, love Barbie, need to see it again. Dennis said, as someone who was not in a hurry to see Barbie and has not seen it yet, I must say I'm curious as to why it is getting so many good reviews. Trying not to get spoiled until I can see it for myself. Well, I it. hope go you see go it. see it. Yes. And then <laughs> moving into the but his classified documents in the bathroom, which is the new butter she mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before we do that, Matt says, Margaret's dad is one of the scientists who betrayed Oppenheimer. Spoiler. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, but you know what? It's it's history. It, it's it's history. Not like, read books, guys. <laughs> uh, Emily Bluff. Bluff. Emily Blunt stiffs him when he tries to shake her hand. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I know who you're talking about. I did think that dude looked familiar, actually. And now <laughs> I know why. All right. We actually have a, a two-part voicemail for Maggie. So let's move into that. Buckle in. Here we go. Hey, Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. It's Maggie. I'm calling in from a walk. I think there's a plane going ahead. Sorry. Um with some Barbie or Oppenheimer feedback. Um, I did kind of a delayed um, Oppenheimer. I did Oppenheimer on Thursday night. When it came, the week it came out, Friday night I watched uh, U.S. Women in the World Cup. Um, and then Saturday went to Barbie with friends. Um, Oppenheimer is really good. Um, go see it. I was afraid it was going to be a movie you watch once and never watch again. But it is not, and I definitely want to watch it again to catch some things and um, and to pause because it's long. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a long movie, but it's really good. It's kind of like three movies almost in one. It's kind of crazy. Okay, but on to Barbie because, you know, she's everything, and he's just a Ken. <laughs> um, I love that you did the – on the um, – uh, message about nothing. Uh, she's everything. She's just a Ken. Um, me, I have that one on my phone. I love that one so much. Um, the old woman on the bench. That is um, Anne Roth, who is a um, costume designer, and she's won tons of awards for lots of lots of things. Um, so yes, she was someone, um, just not an actress. But yeah. Um, She's, I, her list of movies and stuff that she's done is insane. So I'm looking her up on IMDb. Um, yeah, Barbie was amazing. I laughed and I cried both, both, both times and I loved it. It was great. Um, 
there was a comment Dan Savage made, which was kind of has stuck with me a little bit, which doesn't um, doesn't affect my love of the movie, but it is something to sort of think about. Is Dan Savage talked about how all the gay boys who played with their sisters Barbies, and how that wasn't really mentioned in the in the movie. I was like, oh, darn. But you know what? We can't include everything for everything all the time. Everything for everyone all the time. Because uh, it's really hard when you try and sometimes it doesn't work. So, um, but I love Barbie very much. Can't wait to watch it again. Um, friends and I dressed up to go see it. And we are also going to do oh, a, a party when it comes out. Because I have a friend who doesn't like to um, go to theaters for things. So we're going to do another big party um, coming up because I think I saw it might be on streaming in like September. I Is that possible? I mean, it's still making money in the movie theater, so I'm not sure if that's true. Hey, Brad, it's me again. I swear I was almost done. I know, that's what she said. Um, actually, what would, what, what would you ladies do if I only sent one voicemail? I think you would think I was sick or something. <laughs> I know, I ramble. All right. Um, so yes, Barbie was awesome, um, and yes, love it, love it, love it. Um, might make it to the Hangout tonight, Tuesday, when you're listening to this, but Ahsoka is coming out, and I'm super, super, super excited for Ahsoka, um, Star Wars, um, character, and I love Ahsoka, I've been doing the Clone Wars, Rebels, Re, um, rewatch actually, Disney Plus has all the Ahsoka, all the Ahsoka Tano essential episodes that I've been watching. So yes, I might be in Star Wars land on Tuesday, um, watching Ahsoka, but I will listen to you as see you later. Alright, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye! 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 I hear you, Maggie, about Ahsoka. I uh, We watched the last few episodes of Rebels tonight before we started recording, and I'm very excited to go watch the premiere as well. Um, super stoked. Uh, she gave us the, the, the 411 on the lady on the bench. Yeah, that was uh, that was exciting to, to know. Yeah, it was. Matt says in the chat, spoiler, I also tell you about Anne Roth. Well, there we go. Great minds yeah. think alike. Well, cool. Thank you. Um, Thank you for letting us know, Maggie. I'm glad you liked it, and uh, I'm glad you also liked Oppenheimer. One of these, one of these days, we'll all talk about it. Indeed, I, I will. Hopefully, hopefully, it will be in the theaters long enough for for me to get there and see it. Same. It's definitely a theater movie. I will say that. Yeah, I, I really do want to see it in the theater. So it really is, you know, yeah, a priority. Yes, this is tough to find three hours because it is really hella long. Yeah. <laughs> we got we have to get a babysitter <laughs> yeah i we need guess. to figure this out it's it, pandemic's over we need we need a professional babysitter <laughs> yeah all right uh, thank you maggie for the voicemails i don't know what we would do if we only got one from you start looking for a second one and <laughs> like, oh, we must have deleted it where's the second one although i have to say we always have technical difficulties when it comes to maggie voicemails and i don't know why <laughs> Shandy is muted, but she is laughing. Yeah, that's lucky, I guess. Um, all right. We've got one final email from Matt, uh, who also says in the chat, uh, don't know if you saw it, but I also saw Theater Camp and highly recommend it. I know that's on my very long it's my I list. Oh, that's, um, great. I, that's what I hear. Uh, 
It's on the list. Although I don't know if it's still playing around me. Anyway. All right. Matt's email. Woo. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Matt writes in, come on broadcast. Let's go podcast. Oh. Yeah. Nicely done, Matt. <laughs> uh, so he writes, hey, broads, for starters, I apologize for not using that as the subject line for the last one. That's okay. We couldn't use it as an episode title and we forgot to. Yeah, you, you, you found it now. The woman on the bench is Oscar winning costume designer Anne Roth. Uh, she's been working since the 60s and is still at it with her most recent work being in Are You There, Goddess Me, Margaret. <laughs> there are so many. Yeah. Everyone um, is in this movie. Like, all connected. So, I mean, it's a huge cast. <laughs> Some theorized it was Barbara Handler, Ruth's daughter, and Barbie's namesake. I agree that Barbie's ad campaign was great, and considering how much advertising we got for this movie, it's commendable how much they didn't give away. That's yes. a good point. Yeah. That last line, which Gerwick described as a mic drop, may go down as one of the best final lines in movie history. Not only is it a big laugh, but it's also a solid culmination of the story. As for Barbenheimer, I watched Barbie first because I'm hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> that or my friend I was seeing Oppenheimer with picked a screening where Barbie first worked uh, the best for me. Ultimately, the win-win of Barbenheimer that the studios won't learn from, from is that uh, it ultimately worked because both films were made by talented filmmakers who were good fits for their subject material. It's not something dumb studio execs are capable of manufacturing in between not paying their damn employees. Really, really, it only happened because of a pissing match between Nolan and Warner Brothers. So yes. Matt, oh, my God. Yes. Sorry. Oh. I learned this last week. Oh, I'm about to learn it. Right? Oh, I don't think I know the story either. Okay, so more mansplaining. Nolan's movie releases since uh, The Dark Knight have been scheduled for the third week of July, except for Interstellar. Tenet was scheduled for the third week in July, but 2020 happened and it got bumped. Nolan didn't like that he uh, like that as he was such a proponent for the theater experience that he forgot about the plague going around. Then Warner Brothers put all their 2021 releases on HBO Max the same day, and Nolan took his toys and went to Universal, which gave him his usual spot. So, so wait, Warner he, Brothers... Hold on, Shandy. He released a super pissy statement about how... Uh, let me see if I can find the statement. It's so fucking amazing. It's so hilariously bitchy. Like, mm -hmm. it is salt upon salt upon salt. <laughs> And you're just like, wow, did he think that he was going to get anything other than what he got? <laughs> like, it's, it's like, what are the, wait, wait, hold on, I got, it's, finished reading it, and then I'll find the statement while you're reading it, because it is one of those statements where you're like, oh, this is a little unprofessional. Okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so Nolan took his toys and went to Universal, which gave him his usual spot. So Warner Brother brothers put their sure shot blockbuster up against a three-hour prestige meditation on mankind's propensity for destruction only for the general public to embrace both because what a concept you can see both also fuck execs pay the people yes <laughs> 
Anyway, I gotta go read the Godfather notebook and learn how to play acoustic guitar for the next time we're all in the same room. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, here's the statement. Are you ready? Because right. So Barbie is now the highest grossing domestic release for uh, Warner Brothers. And the film that it beat out was The Dark Knight, which is Christopher Nolan's, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, July 20, 2008 movie. So he had to have been super pissy. So, but here's the statement, right? He said, some of our industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to bed the night before thinking they were working for the greatest movie studio and woke up to find out they were working for the worst streaming service. Damn. <laughs> so <Yeah>. bitchy. <laughs> Damn. Oh my. <laughs> Ouch. He was still working for Warner Brothers at the time. Mm. That's so bitchy. But I guess when you're like a rich white dude who's used to getting their way, you can yeah. say yeah. whatever you want and have your yeah. bluff be called. Um, <laughs> anyway, love this for him. Yeah. For all of them. Love this for all of them. Mm-hmm. Except the studio execs. Fuck you guys. Pay people Fuck more. Yeah. Pay people. <laughs> anyway. Thank you for that very informative email, Matt, including reminding me the what I just read, what I had just read a mere week ago about Chris Nolan. <laughs> um, awesome, 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 awesome. Okay, uh, anybody else? Sorry, I realized I got vi- I did that thing I do where I got very excited because I love a good salty bitch statement. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. On that note, anybody have anything else? Nope. Otherwise, I'm going to go get my Ahsoka on. Love you all, but, like, come on. <laughs> yep. All right. Let's do it. All right. Well, on that note, thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you uh, to Matt for joining us. Any other Hangout Level patrons want to join us? We'll be here next month. Uh, we'll, we'll come up with a time. Uh, I don't know what our next uh, themed topic show is going to be. We never actually just even talked about it so we will have to put our thinking caps on for i don't know mm. i will yeah. say i started yellow jackets oh i have to oh. start it but i could i could start it i could finish it i, I need could do to re up my uh, show time and i mean it doesn't have to be for next time because it's gonna take a while to get through the whole season but just saying all right let's put that on to. our radar then yeah okay cool okay and we'll, we'll figure out uh a time uh, Matt said sex education comes out 921. I know, but I didn't really like the last season of sex education. Oh, oh I did, <laughs> I think. No, I'm not sure. It was with a baby, and then they broke up at the end. Remember? It was really weird. I, You know what? I don't remember the details of the last season. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure yeah. I liked it, and I didn't even, I guess, realize that another season was coming out. So that yeah. was, like, not this, I knew this, this oh, the last season. Great. And I don't think Emma Mackey is in it. I don't think... Um, the dude that's the friend that's also in Barbie, uh, because he's gonna be the new Doctor Who, so I don't yeah. think he's in it. I think the cast is very different. Oh, well, that's okay. yeah, because she like the season ends where she's going off to do a semester in America, right? Which I suppose you know, it's like they've you know, stories have figured out that like component of storytelling of like they have their own individual scenes, like 
yeah, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. makes yeah. probably. Or usually sense. what happens is like it gets cut short or the person changes their mind and then exactly. by episode two, they're back. They're back. <laughs> they're back and it's like nothing ever happened. I don't want that for me. So exactly. maybe it is for the best that she just like is not in this season. Yeah. Yeah. We will miss uh, her. Oh, but yeah. Matt says, you see, I put Matt and she said on the Facebook. I didn't see that, but we'll we'll say mm-hmm. that for next time. Um, sorry about that, Matt. Um, and then he also said the girl from Bridgerton and a few others aren't in it. Okay. I don't even know which girl from oh, Bridgerton. Yeah, the um the love interest in the second season of Bridgerton. Oh, I haven't watched Kate? that yet. Is that the character's name? I don't know. Um, okay. We'll throw all these things on our radar and we'll figure it out. Thank you all for listening. Um, we will talk to you next week. If you have any feedback, the broadcasters through gmail.com or give us a call through 2373 or you can, you know, voice record yourself and put it in an email. That works too. Thank you to the patrons, especially the ones that contribute to a certain level. And that'd be Eckhart Rickner, Maggie the Magnificent, Joel with the Planet, Ed the Creepy Poopy Head Mailman. Uh, thank you very much. And I think that that's it. We'll we'll do a bonus show next week. We'll we'll pull out the old Mad Libs and do a Labor Day themed bonus show. How about that? Sounds good. Great. Awesome. All right. Well, on that note, everybody, thank you so much. Uh, We will talk to you soon. Um, My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye.